So many of you have come to me and said how much you love the podcast. And do I ever do things like coaching or, um, you know, teaching people how I've learned all these things that have changed my life, changed my business, made me more aligned and happy. And so for 2023, I've decided that I'm going to put together a group of people and we're going to meet for weekly Zoom calls. They will be live. That means no pre-recorded anything. And we will talk about all the things that I did in order to change my business. This is for professional people. It's for, I would say women probably. And it's for, I'd love to do realtors, but also any kind of professional woman who wants to use more feminine energy to increase um, you know, what she makes every year. I went from making, uh, let's see the first year I made $0 and now I've been making consecutively for the last four years, over six figures. And I did that all in one year and I did it in a pandemic and I work less than ever. So I think it's once you get these principles and you figure them out, it changes your whole life. And I just want to share that with you. I want to share it with everybody because why not? Why wouldn't we all want to do this kind of amazing work and also make a shit ton of money? So if you're interested in taking part in this, it's going to start in 2023 and it'll be a four week program, weekly zoom calls. We'll have a private Facebook group. I'll be doing, um, Voxer coaching, which is an app where you can work with me one-on-one and it's just going to be magnificent. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And if it sounds good to you, uh, just look in the show notes and there will be a link to all the information that you need, or you can DM me the word ACE and I will get right back to you and we can talk about whether this would work for you and your business. So I really look forward to working with y'all next year and I'm so excited. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Hi everybody. So here's Amy again. Yes, I am typhoid Mary again, and this is in May. So since I've been podcasting, I started recording my podcast in October of last year. I have been sick one, two, three, four times. This is the fourth time. And maybe that's pretty normal from October to May. It's not normal for me. It is not normal for me at all. I am the girl who never got sick and always took care of everybody. And so it feels very weird for me to be this sick. And I can't decide what's going on. I can't decide if I'm just worn down and I'm catching every little thing in the world. The doctor, my doctor thinks that it's because we were wearing masks for two years. And now that the masks are gone, we catch every single little thing and we're not, our bodies are not used to it. I think I'm hoping that this is what it is. I've been doing a ton of stuff personally, professionally, all kind of stuff that I'm kind of like leveling up. And I had something really big happen last week that I'm so excited about. And now of course I'm second guessing cause I'm sick and isn't that always the way I really do feel like when you get sick, it's your body trying to keep you safe. Don't push, don't try too hard. Don't get too happy. Don't, you know, be the best version you can of yourself 
I'm going to keep you safe. I'm going to keep you right where you are. So I'm trying to kind of mentally go through that and not let myself get that way. But quick update on this whole podcast. This is kind of a throwback. I recorded this um, back in November when Scott got COVID. I think I had COVID. I mean, there's no way I didn't, even though I tested like 25 times negative. Um, And I recorded a real time COVID analysis of what we were going through. And you know what, if this is triggering for you, I get it because we are just now coming out of this COVID shit. And if you don't want to hear about it, I get it. But you know, we all get sick and we all are not our best at some times, you know? And so I think it's good to listen. I love listening to people in their real life, how they deal with, you know, things that they don't plan. I will tell you that we had three trips planned and we didn't go on any of them. So there's that. And then in current time, let me tell you this. I, my son got sick um, a few days ago. We thought he had the flu, fever, the whole thing. He has what I have. He's already back at school. He's feeling great. Now I have it. And then last night, my other son woke up in the middle of the night puking like crazy. So you would think in May, everybody would be getting better and feeling great, but nope, we're, we're still back in the hospital sickness mode. No, we're not in the hospital. We're just sick. And I'm, you know, I'm just kind of going through it all and trying to figure out what I need to do better. How can I do better? How can I mentally make this good for everybody and buy all the Gatorade and all the crackers and the medicines and take everybody back and forth to the doctor a million times In fact, tonight is my son's graduation party that we were throwing with three other boys and their families, and we can't go because we have fever. So it's like, how do you deal with disappointment when bad shit happens and there's nothing you can do about it? Like, I could cry. I was so excited about this party for him. You know, it's it's his senior year, and this is his one party, and we can't even go to it. So how do you deal with all that? Well... I talk about that in the podcast. So I just wanted to give you a little update on what happened to us after this podcast was recorded and also what we're going through right now. And it really hasn't changed a whole lot. A lot of good things have happened, you know, in our lives and we're all preparing for my son to go to college. We've got some vacations planned before he goes and after the summer is going to be great. So I'm really excited about all that. And then I've got some great um, stuff going on with the podcast that I'm super excited about. So all up and up, but I just wanted to give you a little update with what's going on in our lives and how this all played out. And I hope you enjoy this and let me know what you think. Okay. Thanks. Bye. So this is my favorite things episode when you are not feeling well, as you can hear by my voice, I am sick. I have a cold and I am coming up with my three favorite things to have nearby when I don't feel well. So my first favorite thing is called Propel and they're little packets of electrolytes. They're sold by Gatorade. They're amazing. And you put them in your water and it instantly makes your water taste like, I love kiwi strawberry. That's the green packet. My husband loves the grape. They also have a lemon. They have strawberry. They have every flavor under the sun, but those little Propel packets, first of all, they they help you replenish your electrolytes, which you lose when you're sick. 
or even when you're just walking around, but then also they taste good. So that is my favorite big thing. I've got my giant big water with no ice because, you know, can't drink things cold. That's a whole nother podcast, (laughs) but, um, water with Propel is my favorite. So that's number one. Number two is I'm about to tear up some romantic comedies while I lie here in bed and feel better. So I just like to watch things that are completely light and happy and benign and make you feel good. Some of my favorites are I love As Good As It Gets. I love When Harry Met Sally. I love Oh, It's Complicated. That's a good one. I mean, yesterday, my daughter and I just put Friends reruns on all day. And that was just, oh, you just laugh your face off. So anything that makes you laugh, that makes you feel good, will instantly boost, you know, all your things that you need to make you feel better. So physically. So I would say dive into some romantic comedies and anything with Diane Keaton or Meg Ryan or Sandra Bullock or Julia Roberts. You can't go wrong. So any of those (laughs) good ones. And my third favorite thing is, first of all, I like anything that Barefoot Dreams makes. And, but my favorite thing, believe it or not, because they are pretty pricey, is their socks. I have invested in a couple of pair of their socks and I keep them in my drawer by my bed and I put them on every night before I go to bed. And it is just like enveloping your feet in straight up luxury. And they're so warm. Oh my gosh, they're delicious. So right now I have on a Barefoot Dreams sweater. I have on my Barefoot Dreams socks. I'm about to grab my Barefoot Dreams blanket. Yes, I am a junkie and I give them away as gifts for everything because they're my favorite. But Barefoot Dreams, you're welcome. This is not an ad. I just think they're delicious and wonderful and put a smile on your face. So those are my three favorite things when I'm sick. You're welcome. Hello, my friends. You're probably wondering why I sound like a woman who just smoked three packs of cigarettes and then gargled with scotch. And the reason why is because I am determined to give you real life examples of how I work through this work. And here's a beautiful one. I feel like shit. I (laughs) have been fighting a cold for three days. And finally, last night, throat started hurting. Congestion is all up in my chest. And there's nothing I can do about it. I finally have to just decide to take a day off and take care of myself. And the reason why I want to record this is because A, I want you to see that I am living proof that this happens. But B, I want to show you how I'm going to move through it because I have a theory about anytime I get sick or anything, anytime something happens. Um, so here's my theory. I feel like when something really good has happened or when you're feeling really great or when life is going awesome, 
and you're just feeling a lot of joy and not a lot of bad things are going on, our bodies and our ego is set up to keep us safe. And I think that when that happens, when things are just going awesome, we sabotage it by getting sick or by getting into an accident or by missing an appointment or by getting into a fight with your boyfriend or spouse or kids. And it's just a way to keep us safe and keep us from going into the unknown. And I think that's what's happening with me. I've got a lot going on in my life right now, a lot of really good stuff. And it's scary because it's something that I've really been wanting to do and I'm excited about it. I've got a big birthday coming up. I've got Christmas coming up. We've got two trips scheduled for this month. I haven't been on a trip in forever and now all of a sudden I'm going to have two. So it's it's just a lot of really good stuff. But then also that starts the worry machine of how am I going to do it all? How am I going to be able to handle all of this? Can I stay healthy through all of this? Um, millions of worries. How am I going to get all the Christmas presents ordered and wrapped? And how am I going to decorate for Christmas? How am I going to have a birthday party when I'm going to be out of town until the night before? How am I going to do all this stuff? Silly things. That's right. But it does add up. And then eventually your body was like, you know what? I'm just going to show you that you can't do it. And I'm going to make you sick. <laughs> and that's what's happened to me. Um, I'm reading a book for the third time right now because I'm just going to lay in my bed and rest and hydrate and try to get better. And no, I don't have COVID. I already checked. Um, and the book is The Big Leap. It's by Gay Hendricks, and it is one of the best books I've ever read. And it's all about this. And <clears throat> he talks about how there are four barriers that we all feel in our lives that are our upper limits. And it's really fascinating. And if you think about it, you will so easily, I have more than one, but lots of people, some people just have one. <clears throat> the four barriers are, Number one, that you're fundamentally flawed as a person, so you don't deserve to be happy or successful. Number two is that if you are living happily or successfully or joyfully, that you are being disloyal or abandoning your family, friends, loved ones. And then number three is <clears throat> the more success you have, the more you'll be a burden, a bigger burden than you already are. And number four is that you might outshine everyone, that you can't shine too bright. And if you have too much success and joy and love, and abundance, then you might shine too bright and you'll overshadow your family, your spouse, your friends. So I have a few of these in my little arsenal of upper limit problems. <laughs> and I know what they are. 
but it's so interesting to me that I forget to look out for them. And I could see this coming a mile away, and I even knew it. I kept saying, oh, here comes my upper limit. Here it comes. Here it comes. And so what do I do about it? How do you how do you get through this? How do you move through it? So first of all, I have to physically take care of myself, obviously. So I've been blowing and going, exercising, walking the dogs every day, working every day, working in my real estate job as a mom, you know, cooking, everything, plus in every spare moment trying to work on this podcast that I'm launching. So it's been a lot. And I knew that eventually my body was going to say, okay, girl, it's enough. My husband even tried to tell me this a couple weeks ago. He's like, you're just burning the candle at every single end and, you know, something's got to give. Well, now I know what's giving. (laughs) It's my health. But it's okay. I'm on it. And I'm not going to let that happen. So number one is I need to take a day or two or however many it takes to get to feeling better. So there's that. Um, But the second thing I need to do is just notice when these worries crop up. When I start to feel that panic of how am I going to do it all? How am I going to figure this out? And that is what I'm doing today. I'm just writing them all out, figuring out what am I freaked out about? And is it really something that's pressing? And I can tell you right now that 100% of these things that I've written down today are not life-threatening. In fact, they're silly. But when they add on to each other, you know, it just eventually becomes too much. So that's what I'm doing today in order to just, gosh, just get it all out. This is also helping just talking about it and realizing, you know, sometimes when you, it's like when you have a bad dream and you wake up and it it seems so awful in the dream and then you wake up and you realize it's not even true. Well, 99.9% of the things we worry about never come true. So really worry is just a way to pray for more worry. It's like praying for chaos. And I don't want to live like that. I refuse to live like that. So I'm doing the work. I'm taking the day. I'm laying in the bed, letting my family take care of me. They're being wonderful. And just figure it out. And I think it's the awareness that The reason why these things happen is because something is out of balance. And no, we're never going to be in total balance. Obviously, we all have very intricate lives that have lots of different parts and moving parts and people and all that. But I think it's all about being aware and taking yourself out of the situation and just saying, okay, what happened here and how can I better do this tomorrow? or even today. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing today. And I just wanted to share that little real life situation with you. Um, Would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you think I'm completely way off, that is totally a valid idea. (laughs) It could be like my daughter said, oh, it's winter and you just got sick. And that could be too. But I think that when your body's 
you know, break down and get tired and get worn out and are constantly on the go and worrying and, and pushing in a million different directions, at some point, you're going to open yourself up to the not good stuff. So I'm putting a hard stop to that today. But um, anyway, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. And hopefully the next time you hear me speak, it won't be sounding like a bar hop. That doesn't even make sense. See, I'm delirious. (laughs) I don't know what I was going to say, but hopefully I will sound like a normal human being and like a crazy gargly smokehanas and um i'll have some fun stories for you oh this is going to be a fun story i promise you good stuff's going to happen because i really do think that when you open yourself up and you look at those worries something positive is trying to break through and you're just not letting it so i'm looking for that today too i can't wait to see what that's going to be i mean i think i know what it is already i just need to let myself feel it Anyway, hope you have a wonderful day and um, let me know what you think. Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Hi, everybody. It's Amy. Welcome to day two of COVID in the Elkman house. I'm just keeping y'all updated um, and letting you know what's happening. So I am actually waiting for the doctor right now to come and give me my third yeah, third COVID test just to, you know, really make sure I don't have that shit because I'm still sick. But, um, Scott had a really rough night last night. He was just soaked through the bed twice and really high fever, chills, just pretty miserable. And we're not really sure. Um, another thing that I'm, you know, going over and over and in my mind, because I'm going to get into that in a minute, but they have this monoclonal, I probably butchered that, IV that you can take that everyone says you should take when you get COVID, that it helps you so much. So we looked it up and he did that yesterday, went to the emergency room and did it and felt so much worse afterwards. In fact, he wasn't really feeling that bad. And then when he got back from that, the fever spiked and the chills and it was just terrible. So he's been really sick for until probably about a few hours ago. And it's just so hard because I can't really help him. I'm helpless and he's miserable and it just sucks. And I don't know. And then we just, (laughs) we finished watching the morning show and of course it's all about COVID and it's, really probably not the thing you need to watch when you have COVID. (laughs) That's for sure. But nonetheless, it is a ridiculously amazing show. Jennifer Aniston is flawless and Reese Witherspoon is amazing. And oh my God. And Duplass, he's my New Orleans boy. So yeah, of course we finished that and then got a little scared (laughs) again. (laughs) So I think what we're dealing with right now is that I'm, I'm just a little, this is, this is my, this is what I've been working through for the last four years. And now it's rearing its ugly head. I've always been the mom who was afraid that this is going to be the illness that takes us all down. Or, you know, I've always been afraid of illnesses as a mom 
or as a person. And over the last four years, I've been super healthy, even through COVID, none of us got it. Emma did get it a year ago, my oldest daughter, but she was in college and she had a very mild case. Um, It did cancel our plans to go on a trip, but that was the worst thing that happened. And, you know, none of us got it after she did. She just stayed in her room for two weeks and that was it. That was before vaccinations. Now we're all vaccinated and Scott has it. So we're still waiting to hear back from my third test. She's pretty sure that what I have is viral, which what are the odds of that? That I have a virus that starts three days or two days before my husband comes down with COVID. Is that even possible? That's why I've been tested so many times. But I mean, we just got to go with the proof. And the proof is that I've been negative twice. So we'll see what happens. And I guess the other part of it is I'm just, I'm just nervous about all the things that were supposed to go on this month. I have work closings. Um, we have two travels <laughs> to one to Mexico, one to New York for my birthday. And Um, My birthday is at the end of the month. We were going to have a big party. Um, Christmas is coming, New Year's Eve. You know how December is just a clusterfuck of stuff anyway. But then throw on top of that COVID, it just puts it all into perspective, I guess. So I'm just trying to really talk myself off the ledge about it's all going to be okay. We shut down our lives for a week. We just rest, get better, heal and, um, you know, try to laugh a little bit and not take it all so seriously, but it's, it's really hard. And I had a really hard time sleeping last night. So hopefully tonight will be better probably because I knew he was in a world of pain, but, um, anyway, so that's my little update for the day. I'm just going to give you a little update every day, just kind of a real time fun update. (laughs) And yes, I'm still meditating. That is saving me quite a bit. And I have not walked the dogs or exercised since I've been sick. I may try to do a little walk tomorrow. I just still am not feeling like it. And um, I know that once I get out and get into nature, that's going to help me a ton. I am going and sitting in the backyard and getting some sun because it's beautiful. That has helped. It's really beautiful here. 68 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. I mean, it's gorgeous. So that's definitely helped. But anyway, I hope if any of you are going through this, that you are staying as positive as possible and as healthy as possible and doing as many of your daily routines as you can just to kind of keep you feeling a little bit normal. And just know that I'm in the bunkers with you, baby. And I am just being as vulnerable and honest with you about all of this as I can be. And that's what this podcast is all about. So I hope everybody's staying healthy and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Welcome to day three through five of the COVID diaries. Um, Yes, I still sound rough. And no, I still don't have COVID, which is completely shocking to me. But I've taken now five tests. (laughs) Two of them were at home, and then three of them were with a doctor. And 
yeah, I even have the COVID cough. Like, I don't get it. I'm taking the last test tomorrow. And if the tomorrow's negative, then I'm out of jail. But, um, <coughs> excuse me. I'll try to edit that out, I hope. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the things that I have realized. First of all, I have been doing this work trying to really work on myself and my attitude and my outlook and all that stuff for probably like three, four years now, pretty hard. And I just realized that when you're in a pandemic and your spouse gets said pandemic, that all that shit just flies out the window because... (laughs) My attitude has not been the best, and I am not proud of that, and I am being very vulnerable here and telling you that that is what has happened. But he knows that I'm doing my best. (laughs) On the flip side, my husband has been amazing. He was really sick for those first two days with fever and chills and body aches. But now he feels kind of normal. He actually feels way better than I do. And we still don't know what, I, what I'm fighting. <coughs> so sorry. But anyway, so that was kind of my analysis of the last three days. A lot of, um, we've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. We've been, we sit, and I'm, this is probably wrong, but we sit in the same room, but I sit on the other side. And he lays in the bed and we watch shows. So we watched the morning show, which was a disaster because that's all about COVID or the end of it is. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, anyway, so that's just what's been going on. The boys have been amazing. They've been, you know, just doing their thing and staying COVID free. They're both negative, which we had them tested too, so. Everyone's been tested. No one's got it yet except Scott. And he seems to be on the tail end of it, which is great. Another thing that I was freaking out about, I've just been having all this anxiety. And that's the problem. Plus, I feel bad, which doesn't help. But anxiety about putting out the podcast, about the launch date. Anxiety about, I've got two closings with my work next week. Anxiety about a trip we were supposed to take next week that we've decided to cancel. And also just the sadness that goes with that because, I mean, it was for a wedding in Cabo. So, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to that. (coughs) Excuse me. This is actually the second trip that we have missed this year to Cabo. And we've had to call two of them off because of COVID. The first one was in January when my daughter got COVID. And now this one is when Scott got COVID. Maybe we're just not meant to go to Cabo. I don't know. (coughs) Oh, if you're still here, I'm so sorry. But anyway, sorry about the coughing. And I'm just going to keep it short so I can go take some cough syrup. But thank you for hanging in there with me. And I will keep you updated. But I just want to give you those little insights. Oh, one other thing is that I just second guessed everything about the podcast, about my ability to to podcast or even to pull this off and you know, all that good stuff that comes with trying something new and then getting really sick and doubting yourself, but 
<coughs> I feel better today, <laughs> believe it or not. And I think it's going to be okay. So this was the first time I really felt like even trying this. Um, so I'll keep you posted. Thank you. Love y'all. Bye. Hello, party people. It's day 4,285 of COVID. Haha. <laughs> no, really. It's like day six through eight. I'm completely starting to lose track of what day it is. But as you can tell, I'm sounding better. I got on an antibiotic and I think that relief is in sight. I finally have stopped coughing up gross green things and blowing my nose every two seconds and coughing my face off. So that's good news on me. Um, Scott feels great. He had 48 hours of just hell. And then now he's just weak and, um, you know, kind of woozy and gassed all the time. He is going to be able to go out of jail tomorrow, which is great because it's been so hard to navigate sleeping all over the house, not being able to sleep in my bed, not being able to take care of him, wearing a mask when I went into the room to grab things, you know, just a whole thing. It's just been the weirdest, weirdest fucking week. I, I got to tell you, like, I it has just really pushed me to every limit of things that negativity and just things I am not proud of at all. And I'm just going to be completely honest with you here. It's been so hard on me. I physically felt horrible. So I think that was a big part of it. And now that I'm starting to come out of that, I see, you know, that I was just feeling hopeless because of that. And I just couldn't get an answer on what was wrong with me. So that was stressful. But then on top of that, having COVID in your house and worrying about the kids getting it and worrying about Scott and worrying about, is he going to be okay? Am I going to have to take him to the hospital? Is he going to be one of those guys? Um, and he's super healthy and fit and all that. And so in my smart brain, I know that this is all ridiculous things that I'm worried about. But my God, when it's in your house and it's staring at you in the face and you're the one holding down the fort and you're feeling like shit too it's a whole it's a whole new level of of putting all my work that i've been working on for years to the test scott even said to me you have been preparing for this week for years <laughs> and i'm going to be completely honest with you i don't think i i did a good job <laughs> okay wait let's be let's let's back up. Everyone is alive. Everyone is safe. Everyone is healthy now, or we've all tested negative for the 85th time. So we're all COVID free. And yes, everyone is alive. So that is the barometer of, or this is the bar that I've set is living or not living. <laughs> but on top of that, um, yeah, I did not have a good attitude. I was scared a lot, like constantly. And I was doing all the things. I journaled every day. I tapped. I meditated at least twice a day. Um, 
I was trying to read things, but I just didn't feel like doing any of it. You know, I didn't feel like even doing anything except closing my eyes and trying not to cough. So I think that was part of the problem, but it's just amazing. You know, it's in in good times, it's really easy to meditate and choose to feel good. But in hard times, it's not so easy. So I feel like this was a really good lesson for me in how to keep that shit going. And I do think it could have been worse. It could have been so much worse. And I'm just so grateful for that. I mean, I've been writing gratitude lists out every day. (laughs) I've really been pulling out all the stops of self-help and personal development, everything that I could think of that would help me to navigate this better. But the bottom line is everybody's healthy today, which I'm grateful for. The boys are back at school. Scott went back to work a little bit today. He's out of jail. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm still trying to, I mean, yesterday even, I just felt exhausted So we're going to slowly get back into it, but I just wanted to keep you updated with all this and let you know that I'm in there with you. I get it. And I just want to be, you know, as timely and honest as I can with this. And if it helps one person to feel better and not alone, then that's my whole, that's my whole purpose. So anyway, love y'all. And hopefully this will be the last entry into the COVID diaries. Have a beautiful day and stay healthy. Bye. Hi, y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in that has a giant island with Carrera marble and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook? Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous. And he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom, with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers. I got you. I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and Jojo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.